Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. And I was starting to blow up, I'm going according to plan Woke one morning to check my stats and like that I was banned This what I get for speaking up and just trying to make a stand Wasn't trying to start no wars, I'm just a family man Yo, I'm just trying to live my life and feed my family, damn How anybody gets okay with this, I can't understand They coming for your rights next, so laugh it up while you can Fuck Zuckerberg, terms of service ain't no freedom of speech I thought this was America, but now our freedom's been breached Disagree with the views, they gon' label it hate speech But if I wave that white flag, cause they would never defeat us, nah And they fear us troops with intelligence These several jackasses about to get trampled by yellow Extremist hate groups like Antifa operating on Twitter They let them get away with murder Conservatives they get rid of Try to put a hit on me, boy I bury your hitter Groupies claim they anti-fascists Why they acting like Hitler? Trump never incited violence They just want them to go quiet Cause they fear us patriots And the thought of us all united So everything we say against the grain They try to silence Finally found our own platform Where they cannot decide what's Hate speech and what isn't Then these commies and they try to shut us down, they're in control and must remind us Claim they're tycoons, but they're tyrants for Samson and their Goliath I think it's finally time for us to slay these commie giants Come on! Young parlor. They try to silence me, it's only making me grind harder If they kill me, homie, fuck it, I will gladly die a martyr For the cause that I believe in, for all of our sons and daughters Man, they thinking that they woke, but they really just sheep for slaughter Talk is cheap, if I lose it all, I keep moving regardless Revolutionary thoughts, yelling the hoo to the office Had to storm the capital, Nancy don't like us in the office Not against us against the world, but I know my patriots got my back And I got this back, no holding this back, it's deeper than rap Now homie, no cap, we never gon' back, I never gon' tag Got my back on the wall, so I got to attack, all the way Brothers in the golden black Fuck around to find out But your boy gon' snap Yeah Terms of service Ain't no freedom of speech I thought this was America But now our freedom's been breached Disagree with the reviews They gon' label it hate speech Never surrender Ready for war But we'll be praying for peace I don't bow down Kneel with my wrist bound You can't 
Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Taglia there. That's Jim Price over there. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday, Wednesdays and Thursdays, 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. That was Playboy the Beast, Drown Me Out, featuring uh, Chris Taylor Brown of Trapped. Yep, they are some proud boys over there. You saw the the, the gold and the black. Um, and what a true song. I won't let you drown me out. And that's what we're doing here with the Red Pill Project is we're, we're keeping the dialogue going. We're keeping the information flowing. We're keeping the Patriots united or trying our best. I saw a few people talking about Rumble, how they're having some troubles. Uh, Rumble's working fine for me. I'm watching it perfectly good right here. Um, and if you're going to post garbage on here, you're going to get muted for five minutes. And then after that, you'll be completely deleted. Uh, I'm Rumble Chat. So welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. I'm back. Jim Price is back. Uh, Vince, thank you yeah. for holding down the fort. Much appreciated on that. We were in Baker City, Oregon this la last weekend. Jim and I, we broadcasted on, Sun or on Saturday on the Red Pill Project. We had some audio problems. Not my fault. Not my fault. But anyways, everything seems to be good now with that uh, with that broadcast. So you guys can check that out. Some great speakers. Brian Artis was there. We had uh, cool. uh, tons of other. Mark Fitchman, um, Jim Price, myself, Chris Eriks was there. Uh, Chris Eriks, uh, Baby Trump, if you guys all remember him, he just went through a, a huge ordeal uh, with tongue cancer. And so oh. he had uh, a a metastasized tongue cancer that had went into his lymphatic system. Oh um, no. He wasn't given too long to live. Um, and he's going to come on tomorrow night and he's going to talk about his experience and what he did and uh, the product that he utilized to rid his body 100% of cancer. And Whoa. no joke, it's real, it's legit. And uh, like we, we've known about these treatments, right? Yeah. Um, but the more and more I read about these treatments, the more and more I found out the truth. So tomorrow, uh, that's uh, baby Trump is going to be coming on with us. And uh, tonight we got the one, the only Jim Price announcement about Jim Price, the Jim Price show, guys. If you guys go to the Jim Price show dot com, that's where you can catch a lot of Jim Price's shows. Uh, but the Jim Price show will be coming to the Red Pill Project. I know I've said this in the past, but we're making it happen. It will be happening by the by the probably the next week and a half. Jim Price's show will be broadcasting. He wanted to say the end of the month. By the next week and a half, Jim Price's show will be broadcasting on the Red Pill Project channels. So yep. keep that in mind. As well as I think he's going to pick up the Daily Dose on his channels. Yeah. So we're going to be doing some cross-platform collaboration. Um, and so you guys can catch Jim Price show. Jim, you know, we're, we're, we're discussing times, but right now it's between uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time to 6 p.m. Eastern time. Is that is that when your show broadcasts? Yeah, that's uh, we. St I started that back in March of 2020. I uh, was trying to get right before Trump went up on his... Uh, oh. His little dialogue with Fauci, the little sock puppets. And so I was trying to give the get a counter narrative before the narrative, right? So ah. uh, I did that purposely for that reason. So, yeah, that's how I started out. Uh, and I was on the radio before that. I just started doing that because I saw people, I was doing my show. I just feel like it wasn't enough. So I had to get that daily update. Uh, like, guys, listen, this was going on. So that's how it all started, really. I was on the radio already and then started saying, hey, I could say things I could say on my podcast, I couldn't say on FCC radio, right? Because we have voice. Well, actually, we say it now. <laughs> I know we do now. No, back in 2018, we didn't say, you know, yeah. that, uh, you know, it was like, oh, you know, 
Things are bad here in America. <laughs> so, so Jim and I do the Dark Delight show, which is a radio show that broadcasts on uh, 1040 AM WISL. Uh, we have a great time with that show, but I just don't hold back. I, I don't cuss. I don't curse. But other than that, I'm saying it. Yeah, I'm saying I'm talking about Q. I'm saying the vaccine's bad and uh, it's bio warfare. Right. I'm saying everything and anything because you want to know what that is the truth. And if the if they want to come after me and discuss whoop, there he is right. and, and and say that hey look you're you're spreading disinformation, I will gladly bring up the evidence that proves us correct and right. And see that's the thing is they oh. don't want those types of lawsuits. I spent six hours with Doctor Artis. Three hours from Boise to Baker City and three hours from Baker City back to Boise. Don't think I didn't get a whole <laughs> earful of what's really going on, dude. I'm telling you, man. We well, are good information there this weekend. Yeah. So you know what we should do? Uh, maybe maybe uh, reach out to him and see if he's uh, free Thursday or something this yep. week. We can bring him on the Daily Dose and we'll, we'll talk to him. because I'd love to have an hour conversation with him about a lot of that. I, I had my own vehicle, so I, I missed out on <laughs> the Jim Price and the Brian Artis dialogue that was going on. I heard it was pretty. So our, our good uh, a friend of ours, Joe, was yeah. in the car. And he's like, man, I don't even know what the hell these guys were talking about. <laughs> I can't drink beer anymore. I know that. He starts saying. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's true, huh? Oh, we, we were. Yeah, we were laying it out. We went all the way from how they split the, uh, the uh, snake venom and they actually put it into two parts and they put the uh, one part in the gray stopper and that's why they ask you is this your first or second dose so you get the gray stopper on the first one and a purple stopper on the second one and then they alternate it so you're getting both sides of this and so when it goes in your body it's not doing anything so if you got one shot you're probably pretty okay but what happens is your body actually will put the snake venom this this pump together and your body will start producing it within minutes josh minutes a goop. That's why you saw those people standing there, and all of a sudden they're like microseconds, Jim. Yeah, microseconds. It is. It is that terrifying, guys. When he started telling me this stuff, and then we let's went bring into Vince the- between us. Let, let's just oh. do this. Oh, there, yeah. we go. there we go. Vince yeah. is in the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll so lean, I'll lean on you, Vince. How about that? We're, we're going to have a good conversation tonight. Uh, obviously, Jim and I are full of energy and uh, and spice today. We're uh, we're pumped up about a lot of things that are happening in the world. I know Vince is as well. It's been a long weekend for a lot of people. Um, for everybody out there, if you're new to the Red Pill Project, to the Daily Dose podcast, we have various different podcasts on here. We have the Morning Coffee, which Vince hosts. That's your morning news where you can get that coffee in and get the morning stories all out there. And then we have the Dark Delight Show, which doesn't broadcast on our channel yet, but soon will be. This is something that we had to put on the burner, but Jim and I are working out the logistics of it. We're trying to get that out there. And that will be a noon show that broadcasts, our, yeah, noon Eastern time show that broadcasts on the Red Pill Project as well. Um, and then obviously the Daily Dose and the Patriot Party podcast, which comes on before us. Gonna, and then Jim Price's show is going to come on right before them. So yeah, logistics is going to be tricky. Is the Dark Delight show going to be live? Yeah, we're, we're it's yeah. We'll talk about that later. Do we need a net? Oh. Do we need editing? Well, no, no, <laughs> no. But coffee is going to be earlier if that's the case. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, and no worries. We'll have to. We'll, we'll talk about all the logistics at that. five a.m. That's right, five a.m. That's right. <laughs> I like how Vince was like. <clears throat> so what? <laughs> no one talked to me about this. Yeah, Wait, so I'm already getting up yeah, at six thirty. <laughs> no matter what happens, there will be coffee, folks. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Get it. 
So a, a few things is if you're new to the Red Pill Project Daily Dose, the Red Pill Project, this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy and a conspiracy it is. Uh, 2020, we started talking about what's known as the Firestorm event. Uh, this was October 2020. We started talking about the Firestorm event, Vince, myself, and my brother Jason, about the potential to where these globalists, the deep state, are going to perpetuate a series of sequential events, series and sequential, yeah, I know it's the same word, uh, of events that are going to occur that are going to consolidate and centralize power around the world and ultimately enslave humanity into a one world government. A lot of these things deal with uh, food wars, weather wars cultural and social destabilization, which we're seeing right now, George Soros, DAs, uh, radical liberal governors, we're seeing it all over the place. Uh, we can talk a little bit about that tonight. Me and Jim were actually having a conversation about that this weekend. Uh, we're seeing political destabilization. Look at the Republican Party. They're nothing more than the the right wing of the same bird of this, uh, this establishment bureaucracy that we have over in Washington, D.C., and then attacks on supply chain and then attacks on infrastructure. We're absolutely seeing those. We'll talk about a cyber attack that just happened. Um, and then also from that, we bring about economic collapse, which we're just on the verge of. And then World War III, which I think I'm going to start with tonight because today is Red October. Uh, you you know, I'm going to start. I'm like, that. Sorry. We didn't start the fire. Kept on burning when the world was turning. Oh, half of the night. All right, let's do yeah. it. Okay. Well, Zelensky's thunder. Zelensky, Zelensky's fire. Okay, so today's episode is called Red October. You know that this is a reference to many different Q posts referencing how we fight back, but also the fight that is coming to the world. And the way that we've laid it out here is that Vladimir Putin was center stage in a lot of the stuff that has happened over the last decade. And what I mean by that is not in a bad sense. The enemy of my enemy was my friend. He helped Donald Trump win. This is why Hillary Clinton always talks about Russia interference in the 20, 2016 election, because Vladimir Putin shut down the rogue servers, which were stealing the votes utilizing Hammer and Scorecard, which was running out of Burisma in eastern Ukraine uh, that was utilized to steal the 2016 election. Vladimir Putin and Wagner Group are the ones that took that out and allowed Donald Trump to win the 2016 election. Um, that's not someone who is apparently evil. So what's interfere with our elections, Josh? I was right. <laughs> Time. Well, it, it, and I've always said this since the beginning. They, they, they absolutely did, but it's not in the way in the context that people think. There you the, go. <laughs> then on the other side of the house, obviously we have the war in Ukraine. We're going to talk a little bit about that. What's going on yep. there, um, and some very, very important stuff pertaining to that. But I've said since 2020 that China and Russia were rogue from the Western Global Order, the World Economic Forum. They decided not to play ball anymore and utilize the BRICS alliance to basically formulate this ancillary team against the Western global order. And since 2020 to 2023, we've seen massive progress from the BRICS nations to where they've basically accumulated the majority of the world's population, the world of the, the, the majority of the world's trade routes into the BRICS nations and are now steaming ahead to basically um, take out the Western global order economically. So this is uh, this is really really big stuff. We have to pay attention to this because so. this is critical to the future of our country. Um, now, the one thing I wanted to talk about is something that wasn't discussed. Um, hold on one second. Goodbye. You're gone. 
Vince's mustache is blurry. Vince's well, mustache is blurry. I know. I agree. Uh, hey, Vince, get it straight, bro. Are you even awake there, Vince? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. We're slow mowing. I'm trying to fix. No, Vince is there. I think, Jim, I think you might be on a delay. Um, no, I'm looking at the live on our, our right here, and his head's going. Uh, well, no, the live is Oh, I froze for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah, he froze for a second. Okay. But one thing that I'm talking about here that nobody is talking about, but there, I mean, there's, there's some hoopla about it, is this specifically. And this is Dmitry Medvedev. Okay. If you guys yeah. don't remember who Dmitry Medvedev is, he's the former president of Russia. He's the deputy chair of the Security Council of the Russian Federation. He's third, the third president of Russia, and he's in the chain of command after Putin, third in chain of command after Putin to be president. Okay. This is a big player in Russian politics. So- Listen to what he says. Okay. I-, I want everybody to understand this. Last week, Russian troops destroyed a German leopard tank. When they destroy the German leopard tank, they go over there, they look inside, and there's soldiers still alive inside of it. It just happened to be active duty German soldiers who are not mercenaries. They weren't there fighting for Ukraine. They were there fighting for Germany. This is NATO soldiers on ground in Ukraine. We know that there's U.S. Special Forces units in on ground in Ukraine that are acting as mercenaries. We have the rumors of the bunker that took out massive um, a massive amount of Ukrainian generals as well as NATO generals and NATO troops operating in Ukraine. Medvedev came out and said this, the number of idiots in power in NATO countries is growing. One newly minted moron, the British Secretary of State for Defense, decided to move the UK military training of Ukrainian soldiers into Ukraine. That is to turn the British military instructors into our armed forces legal targets while being fully aware that they will be ruthlessly eliminated. And this time, not as mercenaries, but as British NATO specialists. Another fool from Bundestag, a chairwoman of the German Defense Committee with an unpronounceable surname, is clamoring to immediately provide the Okropbanskrushki with Taurus missiles to enable the Kiev regime to hit deep in Russian's territory to weaken the supply of our army. That is, it is in accordance with international law. He says, well, in that case, the strike against the German plants which produce these missiles will also fully correspond to international law. Really, these halfwits are actively pushing us into World War Three. I mean, how how pertinent is it? I mean, how like seriously? Does anybody see the significance of what he just said? Yeah. War. This um, not coming out and saying it, but hey, Josh, you said the word conspiracy earlier, so I pulled out Black Law's dictionary here on my on my desk, and I got the paper version, not the one on. Uh, Oh, okay, yeah. Right, so 1951 version of this. It says, in criminal law, a combination of or conf- uh, confederacy between two or more persons formed for the purpose of committing by their joint efforts some unlawful or criminal act or some act with... <laughs> this is the problem. Everything that they try to say is conspiracy. See, they risk use the word conspiracy to make us sound, sound like it's a, something we've dreamed up. It's a dream, Right. But actually, it's it's actually truly what they have been doing all along through 
1871 to all the other things we've been living through. But remember this, guys, they misuse the word conspiracy. So you don't know what the word conspiracy means. Well, and that happened by the CIA. That was an intelligence operation developed by the Central Intelligence Agency in the 1960s in the aftermath of the JFK assassination, where they started labeling anybody who contested the official version of the JFK assassination as a conspiracy theorist. And they started mass propaganda campaigns against them specifically. But you would have to have been someone conspiring to commit a, you know, a crime. See, that mm-hmm. doesn't that doesn't work. See, the and so it's like the word meek, like no, in the word meek, you know, the word meek, Josh, where they use it the pulpit all the time. The meek of the mile shall inherit the earth. Oh, the feeble old man on a cane, right? No, the meek of the mile is those warriors that could take a life at any time, and yet they hold back. That's right. So yes, yeah. and that's a great point, Jim. Is the meek are not the weak and the vulnerable. They are those that have the ability to defend, to kill. They are the the ones that wanted to remain silent. They are the ones that wanted to be left alone, like that great poem that I always read. Oh, yeah. That's who the meek are. Um, Now, I want to show you the level of propaganda that's going on right now. All right? So I just showed you Medvedev's post. I just read it. Did that sound like Medvedev is instigating World War III to you? No. It's Uh-oh. against their narrative, I suppose, right? I mean, it's against so, their narrative. Yes, but. He says these halfwits are actively pushing us to World War III, right? And he says because Britain is sending British instructors into Ukraine, right into our target zones. Yeah, okay. He's absolutely right. And then he said Germany is sending them, sending these tourist missiles into Ukraine, which is, we said, don't do that. They're doing that. So what do we have here? Look, look at this. Headline news on the U- the the Sun, the British periodical. This is the U.S. version. Putin on the Blitz. Putin's top ally, ally Dmitry Medvedev, warned of World War Three if UK troops are sent to Ukraine and says they'd be destroyed. What? Look, Vladimir Putin's closest ally has threatened to unleash World War Three on the West if the UK sends troops to Ukrainian soil. Look, right there. That's not what he said. Flippity flop. That's not what he said. But do you see how they spin this, guys? Do you see how they utilize mass propaganda? Just misconstruing those words. Mm-hmm. They cast a spell on you. Oh, by the way, there's no word for insurrection in Black Law's dictionary. So how can they be arrested or have committed insurrection if it's not even a legal term? Do you know what an insurrection is? I, well, I'm just, yeah, yeah, that is. Yes. That's insurrection. Right. I'm getting so, Vince slow mo on his camera. Is that, am I everybody else getting that? I'm sorry. I keep, there he no, is. No, Vince is fine. Oh. Yeah, Vince is fine. Um, okay. So, a, a few things that I want to talk about with this. This last weekend, we are getting confirmed reports. This is coming from uh, the, the show Unredacted uh, with Clayton Morris. And Clayton is he's, he's a good journalist, he's got great sources. And what we're hearing. And we heard, and by the way, we, we talked about this two weeks ago on this show, two to three weeks ago on the show. And we said that the Ukrainian military is in such disarray that they've warned Zelensky and the government that they will not be sending any more troops. You got to remember, they're recruiting 15-year-olds in Ukraine. But wait, wait, aren't we seeing these, these videos of all the Ukrainian 
military age men dancing in clubs with all these girls. Yes, those are the high society. They're sending the plebes from the outer area outside of Kiev. There's a caste system there. But they're sending 15-year-old kids in the war. Well, the, what we just heard this weekend was that army battalions or military battalions of Ukrainian troops are surrendering to the Russians, laying down their arms to receive aid and comfort. And Russians shaking their hands, giving them hugs, giving them food, taking protecting them in. Them. Protecting and then, them. And then interviewing them and gathering intel. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So understand that the Ukrainians, they don't want to fight anymore. This is, war is not about Ukraine. This war is not about the Ukrainian people or peace or the mean old Russia who has came into their territory. This war is quite literally the Western global order versus the BRICS global order or the World Economic Forum's Sustainable Development Goals of 2030 being implemented with 15-minute cities, C40 cities, so forth, being integrated. They're utilizing warfare as a methodology to secure funding to destroy the old infrastructure and build up the new. That's what's happening here, people. And Ukraine is going to be their premier city to do this. We talked about last week, BlackRock and the Clinton Global Initiative are coming into Ukraine. They're going to help build. Now, J.P. Morgan Chase, BlackRock, and multiple other foreign multinational corporations have went in there and bought massive amounts of land from Ukraine that was seized from the oligarchs. And this wasn't even offered at auction to the Ukrainian citizens. It was often offered only to foreign investors. They're going out there, and then they Ukraine secured a $40 billion loan from the World Bank. Who funds the World Bank? Oh, we do. We do. We do. $40 billion. That gets distributed to BlackRock, the Clinton Global Initiative to go out there and start this rebuilding process. But Ukraine has to pay it back. Well, it's the Bank of Ukraine that pays it back. And I'm wondering, you know, how are they making these payments if they don't have revenue? Oh, it's because the American people are sending their tax dollars over to Ukraine. That money gets taken to the Bank of Ukraine and then sent back to the World Bank. So you see how that money smuggling operation just went there? That BlackRock and the Global Clinton Global Initiative are embezzling American taxpayer dollars to rebuild, quote unquote, Ukraine through predatory loans and U.S. taxpayer dollars that are going to pay for that yep. by stealing the lands from the people. But this also brings up an important part here. Is the new world order is not one of centralized governmental control. It's one of multinational corporations, private ownership. Yep. I want everybody to understand that. Wally. That's right. Yeah, because that's how they're going to impose all their tyrannical things. If, oh, you want to live in this house? Well, it's owned by BlackRock, and you have to follow these mandates or whatever. Well, I laid it out a few weeks ago. We had the Unified Ledger. The Bank of International Settlements came out with their whole protocols for the Unified Ledger. What this means is they're going to allow for central bank digital currencies, and then they're going to have privatized digital currencies. Since this point in time, we've had BlackRock, J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, and many others come out there and say that they're creating their own digital currency, their privatized digital currency. These are the same companies over the last four years that have been buying up entire neighborhoods of single-family houses. Why? I said it then, I'll say it again. 
what they're doing is they know that Americans are getting to the point where they can no longer afford to buy houses. Well, why? Because inflation is high. Interest rates are too high. Mortgages are too damn costly. And then the insurance that goes along with it, people are going to go bankrupt. So what happens? Now you come in with BlackRock, who owns thousands upon thousands of single-family houses, and they say, hey, bank with us. Hold your money over at BlackRock. Get all of your bills and everything like that integrated into your bill pay system. We convert it immediately to our centralized digital, private digital currency, okay? And we will offer you loans, credit cards. Credit cards, 26% is the current rate for credit cards. A personal loan is, is nearing 9 to 14%. BlackRock's going to come in there and go, we'll give you a credit card at 10%. We'll give you a personal loan at 5%, and we'll give you a mortgage at 3%. People are going to flock in there. And then what happens is you use that privatized digital currency to go out there and you buy this home from BlackRock, which you're really just rent to owning through BlackRock because you have to follow their, their guidelines or HOA. In those communities is going to be BlackRock's grocery store, BlackRock's company store, their BlackRock's retail store, to where you get to utilize BlackRock's private money in those neighborhoods, which only benefit BlackRock. You only get the products that BlackRock is producing in those neighborhoods, okay? And the moment you step out of line, the moment you put up that Trump flag, oh, by the way, here's a $2,500 fine because you put up a Trump flag, and that's in violation of Rule 7A, subsection B, in your HOA agreement under BlackRock. You, but, Josh, they already own BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard already own 30% of everything, including the stock market, including all major corporations. Guys, that's you what I'm saying. They already own it, so it's not a matter of whether they're doing it, they have already been doing it. They're just bleeding us into it. Where you know, where your little uh, your rewards card and shit. They're going to be. I mean, they are, they have all that stuff. They don't have to own the company if they own the majority, right? That that's right. And and so, guys, what we're seeing here right now is, I think that th this is my 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 true thoughts on this. When Donald Trump came in and screwed up the sixteen year plan, if you remember the sixteen year plan. Barack Obama, eight years, Hillary Clinton, eight years. The first two years of Hillary Clinton brings us into World War III with Russia, nuclear war, and then a pandemic hits in and around 2018 to 2019, wipes out the majority of the world population, and then we rebuild with Agenda 21, already framework, already implemented. That was what the 16-year plan. Donald Trump interfered with that and completely knocked it off falter. Okay, so... Their, their agenda got ousted. We took over the idea of information. We took back the information domain. That's what we're doing now. That's why we're still able to broadcast. I said it this weekend in my speech at uh, uh, Take Back Oregon. Oh, did I you? Said, you wanna... Yeah, well, I said this. Do you want to know how I know we're winning? Because we're not dead? Because we're not dead. We're still oh, broadcasting. Man. We're still yeah. able to get thousands upon thousands of people to watch this show. Donald Trump is still alive and going to court buildings and they're indicting him and they're going after him. Okay. That's how I know we're winning. Vladimir Putin's still alive. We're winning because guess what? Their plan got so screwed up because Donald Trump stepped in right at the right moment. And that was time specifically to be that way. Okay. So 
What happened is, is they had to change their plan. What happens when you know your enemy's playbook? Well, you interrupt their plans. When you interrupt their plans, they now have to shoot from the hip. Now they have to reconvert everything. And when we realized what they were doing was creating a centralized world government through the collaboration of multinational um, nations, for, through multinational collaboration of nation states coming together to basically crash economies, create pandemics, and then coming into a governmental world order, they diverted and said, let's just do it with corporations and businesses. Why not just take down the government, show the governments as corrupt and complicit and the governments as something that the people don't want. Turn the people against the governments so they will look for stability within the corporations that provide them all the necessities of life. And this is exactly what's happening right now. Nobody else is fucking talking about this. This is the only show talking about this. And I'm warning you right now. This is what's happening with the privatized digital currencies. This is they they moved away from central bank digital currencies. Everybody's like, yay! They 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 they, they had the rules. Or sorry, they had the House Financial Committee pass the rule that CBDCs are to be banned. That the Federal Reserve cannot create CBDCs. That is going on to the House for a vote. Okay, great, and I'm happy about that. But what does that do? That brings about the idea of privatized digital currencies. Privatized digital currencies through these banking dynasties will allow them to go out there and create this multinational conglomerate that basically controls land, people, and resources. And what are they doing? They're going up there, they're buying up the land, they're buying up the resources, and they're buying up the corporations that hire the people that pay them a paycheck. This is what's happening right now. We're divulging or diverting into this multinational collaborative business framework structure for the new world order. And it's that's the West side because that's the only way that they can compete with the BRICS nation, which is nation state derived. Yeah. Think about that. And they are busy. Busy, busy bees. Buzz, 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 buzz. Hmm, that's an yeah. interesting one, man. Nobody has well, anything to say about that. That's no. I go on a five-minute rant, and everybody's just like, "Oh, busy bees." Oh, well, no, I think you're spot on. <laughs> I think it's a big possibility. Maybe this is their Plan B, and uh, they're going for it. Or Plan uh, you C, can D, tell, E, F, G. You can tell they're in panic, though, oh, right? Vince, think about it that way. Panicking. They're not, they're not, this is not a, a high IQ thinking process is the things they're doing right now. Mm -hmm. All of the stuff that you can see, it's re reactionary. And that's when you make your worst mistakes, right? When you react, you're not acting. Yeah, there's yeah. still some wheels going that they, oh, I planned on this part. But, well, it was, this part was supposed to be here. And now I got to, you know, they're just, they're trying to catch up with all the different pieces. And they're shooting themselves in the foot left and right, man. Oh, did you see that Trump's uh, lawyer got 80% of all those properties taken out of that judge's orders because it, the... Statute of limitations had already run out. Yeah, happened. but how is she supposed to know about the statute of limitations? That's like super advanced stuff, isn't it? Oh, yeah. A judge knowing about a statute of limitations? I mean, why didn't New York just go change the law and allow the statute of limitations <laughs> hey, Josh, to be extended? Don't say it out loud, man. Don't say it out loud. They'll do it tonight while you're asleep. So you know <laughs> no, you they do. In New York will do that shit in a minute. They don't need a permission. Jeez. So, yeah. Yeah, but see, think, guys, think about it. Think about how far they're having to go. They were really doing really good. Mm -hmm. They were just really lulling to sleep. Like we were just like, oh yeah, you know, and we were just kind of going, oh Y two K, you know, and oh nine eleven, I'm patriotic again, you know, all this shit, right? Well, they kind of lulled us to sleep, but then 
you know that you know Project Looking Glass, Josh. You've talked about this. We've talked about it a lot. 2012, everything changed. And if you really look at how things have changed, I mean, even for me in 2016, when I started going through all my stuff, and I know I keep going back to this, but it's the best example in the world. My own experience is that in 2016, I'm like, hey, guys, you know, the guy I'm having coffee with every morning, Simon Onok Warren in the house, you know, he's my friend. That's how close the establishment is. Establishment? What is that? Oh, how dare you, Jim, speak ill of the newspaper? The newspaper doesn't say anything wrong. Oh, oh, shame on the business, Jim. I mean, just I, business. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, and they're like, oh, the newspaper doesn't say things just to say things. Oh, how dare you speak such bland? You know, now I go say, hey, do you believe that Wichita Eagle? They're like, that's a rag. Who reads that crap? Where were you five years ago? You know, six years ago. That, but we you know we're here now. So there are things moving forward. We are making evidences of real progress. But Josh, if they've been doing this for a hundred and some years and we've only been doing it for about four or five or maybe three, really? We expect and we made this much and we made this much progress. Right. But now but we it's got it's that they've got a hundred years of planning on us. So that's what I'm trying to say. Is like they've been working on this deal for a minute. And and they they have televisions and radio and all that stuff. They have control over most of that, and they are pushing this psych this uh psych war heavily yeah. mm-hmm. and i think million, I really buy, or 25 million dollars i could buy up a profitable network in the middle of america and change the narrative and the news the people that 8 million people hear every single day that's from hispanic histo- uh, from uh agriculture to uh, even npr I, I would own all of those about 25 million i know that sounds like a big stretch but it really isn't when you think about the multi-hundred billion dollar corporations that own these these other things for you know for twenty five million I could just change how eight million hear all of the radio, Hispanic mm-hmm. and sports and all that stuff. Imagine that, and then I would put truthers on, you know, and we'd be able to have those in there so that they could be getting their news and that stuff out, out to just over the airwaves, like what we're doing, Josh, with the the uh, the thing like show. <laughs> You know the thing. The thing? the thing. You know the guy that makes us the power guy, whatever guy. I don't know the. You know, government. No, I mean, it's a key word. You know what I mean. Yeah. The thing we ask permission from every day when we bend our knee. By the way, guys, let me give you this here. This one thing I don't. I want everybody to remember. Remember, your God is who you give your money to first. And where does your what comes out of your paycheck before you can get to spend it? The small G government goes in there and takes theirs. So who, who do you really mm-hmm. bend the knee to? Think about that. Now. I haven't been very active on my Twitter feed the last few days, but I want to talk about a few things on my Twitter feed. Okay. All right. Now, a, a few things. Number one is that the, the sea lions in New York City um, just proved that manifestation does work. Well, they got out from that flood, didn't they? So That's what right. Happened? How many times have those sea lions sat there every day and looked out those bars and said, <laughs> one day. Bet, bet I will. One day. Bill, I'm going for the one fight. day. <laughs> sea Lion Jimmy, one day we're going to swim in that grand ocean, I guarantee you. And the floodwaters came and they relinquished the bonds of the sea lions and they swam to freedom. Did they get it to the ocean? No, I wish they did. Oh, no, they, oh, they were. Yeah, they got out, but yeah. Okay. So we are, though, guys. Listen, guys, if you think that you're living in freedom, they're only this 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 stuff really honestly guys. If they want to shut us down, they've already they they really shut me down in my life. And and I I, I woke up a few people up this weekend even in some of my story. 
I mean, you you want to, you guys, if they want to shut you down, look what they're doing to Trump. Look at the hundreds of millions of dollars that guy spent on his defense just because he mm-hmm. ran for president. Imagine they, they, they zeroed me out. I mean, the fact that I still have my home is, is probably a miracle in itself. So, okay. So uh, Diane Feinstein though has uh, her home and she was worth about a hundred million dollars. That's and it. She, she passed away at 90 years of age this, this last week. Um, now, I want to I want to put a stomp to this shit. Okay, what's that? Which part? Have you guys seen this stuff that Diane Feinstein was executed by a tribunal? Stop no. this nonsense, people! Please, come on! Stop this absolute garbage nonsense! I feel like you're yelling at me, Josh. No, I'm not you. Not you. Oh. I'm, just, I'm I'm yelling at the people spreading that shit. <laughs> like, like, like she was ninety. Josh 90. is about this. I know ninety. She was. Like yeah, you know what, you know what she died of. You know what she died of. Stupid. Uh, go ahead. She forgot how to breathe. Yeah, probably she died of freaking old age. But but listen, this is the this is the perspective here though. She declined fast. Though. Diane Feinstein. She went from a couple. Remember, she was in that one um, Congress lady's face. They got a picture of her in the hallway where she's all in the lady's face like that. That was just two years ago. Markowski. Yeah, so she went from two years ago to that to. To what she, oh, I mean, she declined in health real fast. Same thing with Mitch McConnell. Same thing with uh, club there, boy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but here's the thing: FTX money and a black eye was exactly. Diane Feinstein made most of her. She's been in Congress for forty years or Senate in forty years. She made most of her money over the last twenty years. During that twenty years, her driver, her driver, and private security. This guy didn't only drive her place to place. But also attended events with her as her security went into rooms with her. Right. Was a fucking Chinese spy. Oh, you say I spy? You spy. You won't tell me I spy. <laughs> but, no but, that's, but that's that's who these people are, guys. Yeah. They will sell this country out. They will sell you out. They'll sell the constituents out for millions of dollars. They don't give a shit. They are sociopathic. Freaking the the bottom level of the evil on this planet. They laughingly send men, women, and children to war because it makes them money and they don't care about life. That's, That's right. who these people are. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about. Ever Fang Fang with Adam Schiff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Adam Schiff is like, you guys need to stop these conspiracy oh, theories no. with Diane Feinstein and, and her limo driver being a, a Chinese spy. That's completely wrong. Like, yeah, coming from you, Eric. Okay. And then the other one, Pudge Boy, what was his? He had an Asian uh, girlfriend, too, right? Little Adam Sh- Schiff? No, Adam Schiff and the other one. Um, oh, God, he was the other tool that always came out with the Russia, Russia, Russia shit. He was uh, he was pudgy. He's a pudgier guy. Uh, not, not- oh, uh, Penguin. Penguin. No, 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 not Nadler, not the penguin. Nadler. Uh, Nadler. Imagine with a fish in his mouth. Ah, when he was carrying the impeachment uh, <laughs> going through the tundra, it's like, I, don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, dude. Everybody's saying Swalwell, but we already yeah. mentioned Swalwell. Yeah, Swalwell. That, but he had he had a girlfriend, and then. Uh, Bang, fang. Yeah, and then you had uh, Adam Schiff's girl. Okay. So now I want to do is I want to switch switch tides here. Yeah. So there's been um, rumors that Poland, who's a NATO nation, has wanted to join BRICS for a while. All right. 
Okay. Mm. Poland has cut off. If you remember last month, early last month, Poland came out and they cut off Zelensky in Ukraine and said they will not be sending any more military armaments. Now, this was the proxy that the U.S. was using to get uh, weapons, missiles and stuff into Ukraine. Not only that is Poland has a zero uh, illegal immigration policy. They have no illegal immigration whatsoever. Okay. That's now right. you have Justin Trudeau, who's out there Halsey with some Nazi on oh, yeah. the uh, the parliament floor last week with Zelensky. The real Nazis actually stepped up. Poland comes out and says, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna uh, extradite that Nazi back to Poland." What happens within two days after Poland did all this? Hundreds Mass. of thousands gal- gather for anti-government rally in Warsaw, Poland. Uh, smells like uh, government overthrow in process or something. Well, no, smells like George Soros. Go to Ukraine. Go to burning Ukraine. I know I don't want. I'm not a big uh, Stone guy, Oliver Stone guy, but the burning Ukraine will tell you about how all that went down with the gangs and how they arrested people. He actually does a fairly good job of of giving the facts on that. So if you guys go look up burning Ukraine, you'll see a lot of evidence come out in that whole thing. Uh, hey, but- so. Oh, quick announcement. Quick announcement, guys. Um, October 14th in Spring Hill, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville, Jim Price and I will be attending the Truth Tour. Um, yeah, you're going to see someone on this. That's okay. Yep. That's fine. I, You know what? We'll make peace if, uh, if that's the way it needs to be. But uh, Jim and I will be speaking at this event. If you guys want to check it out, I'm just going to play this, uh, this little promo. You're going to see the speakers. So that is the promo for that. Where's my face? Mother. Your face was in the middle, dude. What are you talking about? He didn't see his face, so he's all mad. He was like in the middle. I probably blinked. (laughs) You probably blinked right when your face came on. Uh, So that is October 14th. Yes, that is Eclipse Day. That is just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. That's going to be a great time. Yes, I know there's probably someone in there I'm having a feud with, but that's okay. You know what? Let it go. Hey, you know what, Josh? What was this weekend? This weekend shows that if you stay in... We, we can drink some Bud Light and discuss it. <laughs> uh, if you, if you stay in your in your in who you are, it works, doesn't it? Yeah. This weekend was proof of that. That's right. That's right. Uh, Matt Getz is, uh, has filed the motion to remove Speaker McCarthy as Speaker of the House. It'll never happen. This is called the Jeffersonian motion. Well, they, he has the votes through the Freedom Caucus. That's the beautiful thing. Oh, well. Uh, then let's do this. Let's but hold it. on. Let's think about this. Real oh, wait, clear. there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> if he's able to remove McCarthy, yeah. hypothetically, okay, they nominate Donald Trump. Oh. 
for a speaker. I'm going back to Ivan Recklin, right? I know. I know. They nominate Donald Trump. Donald Trump comes in as Speaker of the House. Okay. Best speaker the country has ever had in all history. Joe Biden has to step down. Okay. What? They formulate impeachment on Kamala Harris, too. Just run the pain train on them all. Donald Trump would be become president as yeah. third in line of secession. How long and do you think that would take? Five months. A minute. <laughs> A minute. Within five months. What did Donald Trump say the other month? The other day. Within five months, we're going to have that vote that would bring me back into the White House. Huh. Imagine that. That'll be the day. I can't wait. That'll be the day. Oh, I don't know. It would be, guys. That would be the ultimate Trump card, wouldn't it? That would be the uh, that would be the painful, uh, painful, the fall. Oh my gosh! Okay. Just, you you know how much of a meltdown they would have? No, you, you know how back. much of an absolute meltdown they would have. You could go back and impeach Clinton. They don't have to be holding office now. You could go back and hold them for crimes of previous. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. So why not? Why not go back to the Clintons? Now why not go oh, back yeah. and expose the Bushes? They'll you, drop the hammer. Can you imagine bringing the Bushes junk out? Because they they got pissed off, and so then the Clinton family bloodline is going to get pissed off with the Bushes, and they're going to start peeing on each other. And here comes the infighting. Oh, oh man, I would that would. Oof, that's enough. Yeah, man. and Barry so, Sartoro, all of them. Oh yeah, Uncle Barry. Oh, Uncle Barry. He's my feet. So the 2023 Nobel Prize in Physiology of Medicine has been awarded to Catalin Calarico and Drew Weissman. Two names me. Two two names mentioned by Dr. Brian Artis this weekend for the discoveries concerning nucleoside-based modifications that enable the development of the effective mRNA vaccines against COVID-19. These people are genocidal maniacs that just killed millions of people, if not billions, and they were just given the Nobel Prize. And they're multi-billionaires, by the way, from the amount of money that they've made from this. Because they own the patent on it. They own the original patent. So Mm -hmm. they're the doctors that have to sign off. Uh, People don't realize how much we have given weight to doctors over a lot of things, including something that me and Josh are working on right now. We had to have a doctor involved, whether we liked it or not, to be able to get what we, as a quality, as something of quality, we had to use a doctor. Why? Not because we're getting it. We're not having adoption together. We're not having a baby. So go, don't go there, guys. <laughs> guys, it's gonna be a girl. Oh, I knew it. He's a girl. I knew it. What the hat was about? Ah, knew the whole time. So, so yes, Jim Price and I are working on something with a partner of ours who is a doctor. Um, and this, the things that we're working on, this doctor has been working with for twenty years. Uh, not only that is there's a few other things that we're bringing into the mix. Uh, Chris Erich is actually going to talk about some of it tomorrow. Oh, cool. There's a, there's a lot of things that are, are happening right now um, because they need to happen. Because- and they're going to make you guys better. This is not about, you know, putting a bumper sticker on your car and saying thumbs up, you know, mm-hmm. you're saved honk or something. But in reality, it's about making you better so that you can survive this. And it's not about getting a you know cell phone battery charger that's solar powered. It's about, really what makes you survive because if you don't make it I don't care if your cell phone's charged up or not right you got you got to live through this guys and we got to get you 
right? With well, it's, it's a lot of the stuff that I've been taking recently that like has just really changed my like castor oil on your freaking your, your beard and your hair, dude. Like, do people understand like how long my hair has grown just because I'm putting castor oil on it? That's why I'm wearing a hat. And it's a detoxer, yeah. and as it helps your hair follicles grow. Yeah, and put it on my belly button, inside my belly button. <laughs> Josh shaved his beard and head this morning. Has, <laughs> has a connection to every single part of your body. If people don't realize that, every single part of your body is your belly button. So put a little finger, just uh, rub it around in your belly button when you go to sleep oh, yeah. at night. It's amazing. And how, guys, this is how simple it is to live and beat them. No, no, no. Josh, have we said anything just now in castor oil that somehow you got to have a physics degree to pull it off? No. It's a seed oil that you actually just put into your belly button and it fixes you. You don't have to go get chemotherapy. You don't have to go get... Jim, Jim, are you trying to say that you have a castor oil deficiency? <laughs> I No, I don't have an iodine deficiency. Well, just, it, oh. That's an inside joke from Brian Artis this weekend because oh. you don't have an aspirin deficiency. Yeah. You don't have a... The Theraflu deficiency. deficiency. Yeah, you don't have a hepatitis B deficiency. (laughs) And it makes sense when you start looking at medications this way. When you start looking at what allopathic doctors are prescribing for you in this way, right? A what? Allopathic? Yeah, allopathic. These are regular doctor practitioners that you find that are practicing medicine. ER doctors. They're called allopathic doctors. You have homeopathic you have allopathic and you have yeah. naturopathic three variations of doctors like Dr. Mark and Michelle Sherwood are homeopathic and um, holistic health practitioners. So yeah. they are, uh, yeah. So they're not allopathic, which would be traditional medicine with pharmaceutical and pharmacology. Uh, but pharmacology, what do they do? They go out there and they produce drugs and Dr. Brian artist, pretty, pretty genius how he says this because he was talking about when he started, um, his schooling and he had this medical doctor come in there and they were discussing um, he was discussing why he left the medical community. And he goes, what did he say? He goes, drugs don't have side effects. Drugs don't produce side effects. Drugs produce produce effects. Right. Right. There's no side effect from drugs. There's only effects of drugs. And so those commercials you see with might cause vomiting, rapid diarrhea or death or cardiovascular problems. Or those aren't like side effects. Paint? Like I don't want something. Those to get are the effects. <laughs> yeah. Those are the effects of the drug. And, and by the way, how do they test this? They bring 18 to 30 year old healthy males in through, through FDA regulation. They bring healthy 18 to 30 year old males in males and females, and they give them this drug. And then they say, what happened to you? Oh, two people died. Okay, so it can cause cardiovascular uh, d- disease, right? Yeah. Like, that's how they do this. So these aren't side effects. These are effects of the drugs. And you don't have a pregnisone deficiency. You don't have a, a you know, hepatitis B vaccine deficiency. Your body was created by the creator in his image your body has everything it needs to thrive and survive the problem with your body is it is put into a high stress environment and it is denutrientized i don't even know if that's a word denutrientized the nutrients are pulled out of the food poisons are put into the foods and the soils and the air and the water you increase the stress now you're going to have massive deficiency and you're going to be sick and ill and get disease what do they do? They treat this with a pill for every ill. 
You're not deficient in the pills. You're deficient in the nutrients. Mm -hmm. And so our objective is to find somebody of high quality that has the solutions to those problems to where people can get healthy again. And I've seen tons of products out there. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those other products. There is a few that I will say there are some things wrong with them. I mean, like I, I, I take the mushroom supplements and those things are phenomenal. Right. Right. But we're working on a way to get this out to you guys. So that's coming. Um, I wanted to put that out there. Right. Does anybody, has anybody ever heard of the Dutch researcher, Frank Hooger beats? No, I have, I know, I know the answer to this question. Cause I'm sorry. Wow. Um, well, go ahead. No, you're talking about the Dutch test, right? No, no, I'm talking. No, I'm not talking about the oh, Dutch oh, test. I'm, I'm, tw- I'm changing topics. And oh, well, things. I was still on the health one. Sorry. But okay. Uh, Frank Hooger beats, um, few months back, he owned the internet when he predicted a series of earthquakes around the planet. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And he made mainstream news. Last week, there was an article that came out again about Frank Hoogerbeets, of how he correctly predicted the last earthquake that we just had. I forgot where it was. Uh, we just had a big earthquake like a, in Malaysia or something like that. Uh-huh. And he predicted that earthquake. And they're like, Dutch researcher predicts earthquake correctly. Today, he comes out and says, on September 30th, we recorded atmospheric fluctuations that included parts and uh, of and near Pakistan. This is correct. It can be an indicator of an upcoming stronger tremor, uh, as was the case with Morocco, but we cannot say with certainty that it will happen. Okay, Morocco was the last earthquake. So That's he predicted right. Morocco. Now he's saying that Pakistan's next. So... This is funny. Dutch researcher claims Pakistan can be hit by a major earthquake. Pakistan Meteorology Department, PMD, has denied the report saying it's impossible to accurately predict an earthquake, even though this guy is batting like five for five in the last six months. (laughs) Well, what you should do is just watch the energy output uh, for HARP up there in Alaska when they start building up the capacitors, getting ready to... Oh, this dude's just sitting there testing the ionosphere, waiting for HARP to... It's going to be Pakistan this time. I mean... Aren't they? I mean, aren't they? Really, aren't they doing setting setting up patterns for that stuff? Mm-hmm. If you were going to send an array across the globe, wouldn't you have certain procedures and and you know how you kind of stage things up before the event? You know, you may do a little test laser bounce to kind of get a little bit of a maybe mm-hmm. in this direction. Oops, yeah. it works. Okay, so when we want to do it. All right. Oops, it works. Oh wait, boom. Then then you pop off the big one. You do some little bitty ones. Ooh, pop off the big one. Yeah, or maybe it's a yeah. Maybe there's a kind of a process to it. Yeah, then Turkey has an earthquake, right? You know, the Ball uh, Corporation owns that technology, right? The the frequency. Oh yeah. Oh, I heard your show on that. Does that bend your brain, Vince? That the Ball Corporation. Um, see, the Ball Aerospace and Engineering Company bought itself from Ball Corporation. So it's like your tumor just went and lived by itself. Like, oh, I got this tumor. It's like, hey, I got it. And it just goes off and does its thing. So Ball Aerospace and Engineering Corporation owns the frequency modulation patent from 1985, and it's a lifetime patent, Josh. When have you heard of a lifetime patent on anything? Hmm. Huh, interesting. Lifetime Ball patent. Corporation, B-A-L. You look it up. B-A-E. B-A-E, Ball uh, Aerospace and Engineering Corporation. You can look up there. Vince, if you watch the show, you saw me pull everything up right on the Internet I went through all the white pages, everything right there, and showed exactly 
what has been happening. The frequency modulation, that they match the frequency of this microphone on the very end of this metal here, and then they put a postage stamp of that laser frequency in this area. Everything that matches this frequency will burn to ash. Every piece of metal that matches this frequency will burn to ash in the postage stamp area. That's why the Hawaiian Maui fires, the cars burnt without any accelerants because if they matched the frequency of the metal and it melted itself in place and burned itself. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm sure back in 2001, 2000, September 11, 2001, I'm pretty sure someone was talking about exactly this. There's a hurricane off the shore of New York City. The hurricane dissipated at the same exact time that each of the Twin Towers crumbled as if someone pulled energy from the oh. hurricane to some type of weapon that utilized uh, frequency resonance to basically re uh, oscillate the molecular bonds of the concrete, turning it into nano dust, collapsing the towers at the rate of gravity. H how do we know this? Because the demolition expert, Dr. Judy Woods, who worked at the University of Virginia, Virginia, sorry, Virginia Tech, who was the subject matter expert for the Department of Defense in sense of weaponized controlled demolition. Oh, we are okay. Came out and said that was a controlled demolition. This is what I do. And she was fired and completely thrown out of academia. And that's exactly what she said happened. Why, wait, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, Jim, yeah. wasn't there a guy from the 1800s and the early 1900s that said uh, that um, he had a little device about this big that when he would go into the Hotel New Yorker, he would pop it onto the wall and he would put the dial in. And all of a sudden, about five minutes later, the whole building would be like. Nikola Tesla had something about the size of a cell phone could walk up. And he could turn it on, and the entire building would vibrate and almost collapse in on itself. Yeah. And he could. And what he was doing is he was producing a standing wave with the resonant frequency of the steel. Yeah. Let me give you a personal real quick on that on the 9/11 buildings. Inside of the towers is an elevator shaft. That elevator shaft is its own building, and then they built an exoskeleton steel concrete structure on the outside. That which means it's a building inside of a building. And then they bound both of those buildings together, making them four times stronger than they were by themselves. So you're telling me that an aluminum plane flew in there with jet fuel that flashes to burn, doesn't burn solely like kerosene, but that took those towers down. But yet a B-52 bomber at full speed, fully loaded, hit the Empire State Building and only shut down one office for one day. That's that you're what you want me to believe 9-11 when it had an exoskeleton building. Come on, man. Guys, quit smoking that stuff, boy. Get you a good dealer. <laughs> Step up your game, man. Don't get that bad street stuff. Well, so you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, so. well, how about this? And I don't. This is something that was talked about this weekend, and I'm glad Dr. Brian Artis actually brought it up. Yeah. Um, and and I know a lot of people are concerned because tomorrow is the e, uh, EBS test, right? The emergency broadcast system test. Oh, um, and this is something that we've touched on. I think that's conspiracy theory. I think that's really kind of out there because there's no plausibility to make that stuff happen. But right. I want everybody to understand that the technology is real. Yes. The technology is very, very real. That... Uh, didn't I post something this weekend specific on all I don't this? Have, I don't have frequency modulation day on my calendar. I didn't I didn't prepare for this. I I just don't feel like I'm ready for a frequency modulation day. Is that what we're gonna call tomorrow? <laughs> 
well, you know what was interesting is well, and this is this is why well, it's on the fourth, not this third. So okay, so it's on the fourth. But yeah. this is why I don't think that that's plausible. Okay. Your phone right now, all right, is giving off frequencies. What has recently been discovered, and I think people have known this for a while, is that your phone and the apps on your phone are giving off subliminal frequencies. Yep. What do I mean by that? Do you know that Gateway Experience stuff that people were like, oh my God, Gateway Experience, Monroe Institute, HemiSync technology, where you throw one frequency out there, you throw another frequency out there, and it's called isotronic tones. Those two frequencies in the variability cancel each other out and produce a third tone that resonates with your brain waves to alpha state, beta state, theta state, delta state, gamma state, or something of that nature, and you can change your brain state with this. Well, guess what the apps on your phone are doing on the subliminal message, on a subliminal level? They're doing exactly that. And you can listen to those tones that they're giving out. And the phone doesn't even have to be active, which means that your phones quite literally are sending out signals to keep you in a hypnagogic state, in a hypnotic state, to train your mind into your phone so you are consumed by the information that is coming from it. Okay. Now, if they can do that with just an app, why the hell do they need to put out something through the emergency broadcast system, the tone that goes out to everybody? They, they, they can directly target you with MIMO. If anybody doesn't know what MIMO, multiple input, multiple output technology. This is how 5G works. You have a million different antennas on one 5G array. That one million antennas on that 5G array can target each individual phone with as many, it's going to target a million antennas at one phone or one antenna at one phone. And that can increase or decrease your connectivity, but also the amount of power output that that signal integrity that's going to hit your phone. They can find your MEID. They can look and see, oh, we got Jim Price. He's walking here. We're triangling in his position between various different CCTVs, IoT devices, Wi-Fi transponders, or even 5G. They triangulate Jim Price. Now what they do is they take one 5G antenna, they take a million of these little antennas, and they send a signal to his phone, which when it's close in proximity and they know exactly where that phone is, close in proximity to his head, and they freaking zap him. You want to know what that's called? That's called Savannah, uh, Havana syndrome. That's exactly what that is. It's Havana syndrome. Now, let me ask you this. Is if Jim Price had some lipid nanoparticles inside of his body that were carrying some type of disease or, or snake poison or whatever it might be, and those lipid nanoparticles resonate at 18 gigahertz and then burst and allow the release of that substance that's inside of them, they don't need to do it through an EBS system. All they need to do is say, I'm going to target Jim Price with Ebola today. Here's that frequency for that lip uh, lipid nanoparticle. One second, boom, it bursts. It's inside of him. He gets sick, an outbreak. CDC comes in. He dies. It's over with. Oh, he had, a, he had Ebola. He had a, I don't know how he got it. But he got to be, it must be because he was in Oregon, right? But, but guys, think about it. Use this logically. If they wanted to do this, if they wanted to target people, they would do it like this. And it's so easy to do. I mean, think about if they came out on the 4th and the EBS comes out and the next day everybody's got Ebola or right. Marburg. People are going to be like, dude, lock and load. Let's go down to Washington, D.C. These motherfuckers just, <laughs> right, come on. Like, plausibility, people. Come on. Okay. Now, if it did happen, yeah. hey, I'll be the first one there with you. Okay. 1776. I'll be the first one there with you. Right. But I think it's highly unlikely because they can target you individually. 
They, they don't need to get rid of millions upon millions of people. Those millions and millions of people will kill themselves. Oh, and yeah. they've already done that by giving jabs into their arms. They got five to 10 years left because of immunocompromisation is going to take over their lives. I don't want to buy die of Ebola, buddy. I'm, I'm going to do this differently. I'm just telling you. Nope. <laughs> give me Ebola. How dare you give so, me Ebola? I don't identify as a Ebola carrier. <laughs> so you're not turning your phone off. Oh, on Wednesday? I don't know. Well, you I might. Say? I might just to be like, okay, hold on. Throw the microwave <laughs> for the rest of the day. You know? yeah. uh, it's over with. I don't know. If I if I see people like like kind of just standing there like Oh, what is that? Isn't that you know it? what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get in my car and I'm gonna be like, okay, <laughs> lock my load my pistol. Okay. Phones off, kiddos. We might have a hard ride home. <laughs> I'm going to an island. It's a zombie effect, right? If zombies happen. happen. If zombies happen? Island? No. I'm, oh, I'm going headhunting. Let's do this. I've been waiting. Oh. I got to go buy my sword. I got to go buy a sword. My sword. You know what? Actually, Menards has got this. Um, what? Are, it's, it's like an axe, but they call it something else. It looks like a death machine. Like it's like something you would want for end of days. Was it Menards or Home Depot? I hope it's Menards because I'm going to go tomorrow and get one. They in the tool section, which is you know where most of the government stands anyway, a bunch of tools. Anyway, um, no, there's this like end of life. Uh, looks like it. You'll you'll, have, you'll see it when and it's, it's a battle axe. No, it's a double handled um, like a shovel, but on the end, it's got this big, long cut on it. Anyway, like a sigh, like, yeah. like a- almost kind of like a sigh, but like it would be end of earth stuff. Like a reaper. Yeah. No, 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 no. It, it curved off slow. It was just a slow curve. A comma. Yeah. Is it a shovel? Like no, a Japanese a, comma. It's like a Japanese not, comma. I'm going to look it up online right now while we're, while we're all okay. just, just making it up as we go along. Okay. Here. We're inventing okay. a tool that doesn't exist. <laughs> So uh, the Pentagon has issued a warning to Congress that they are running low on funds for replacing weapons sent to Ukraine. Yeah, they are. Meanwhile, the White House spokesperson has issued a statement. Putin believes he can outlast us, but he's mistaken. We will soon deliver with more weapons for Ukraine. Guys, this is the biggest racket embezzlement scheme in the history of mankind. God, how do we get in the middle of this? Can we just do, can we get the processing fee like that 3% or 2.5% processing fee on all this? Can we be a middleman? Just asking for a friend. We have 11 retailers at risk of bankruptcy in the next 12 months. Really? Oh, yeah. This is from Zero Hedge. And you have uh, tons of various different retailers. This was an article by uh, the first nine months of 2023 of big-name retailers, including David's Bridal, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Party City, file for bankruptcy. And more could be on the way. Moody's Investor Services said in July the defaults in retail and apparel could continue the rise, jumping from 6 to 8.6% in the following 12 months as weakening consumer spending and high product labor freight costs weigh in on businesses. And, and this goes hand in hand with what was being talked about with Amazon having a monopoly. Oh, yeah. I will tell you that if you ever wanted to get into the retail, like designer, customized retail, do TikTok artists are making so much money right now. Hand mm-hmm. over fist. People yeah. on TikTok, they're making designer clothes, designer art, everything that you get at the retail market. People are starting to find people that they like, influencers, and buy directly from them, which is kind of like what it okay, should have well. always been about. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that's what it should have been about. It shouldn't have been like you have a choice, Lee or Levi's or Wrangler. 
Yeah. Like, no, dude, I want that one dude whose blood, sweat, and tears are going into making a pair of jeans. And those things were made directly for my fat ass, right? Like, that's what I want. No, that's and that's what we should do. That's how you make a difference, right? You don't go to it Levi's, or, which are made in Egypt now. Did you know Levi's are made in Egypt? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Well, what was the one I heard the other day was some stupid crap that uh, – the the fruit is grown in South America, right? It's shipped to Thailand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's brought back to the United States. Yeah, I saw. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, organic. And it's organic. Yeah. Oh, by the way, organic is a scam. Did you know that it, you uh, you can have an organic seal but still use humus as a fertilizer on all your stuff? You know what humus is, right? Uh, do you know yeah. what? How about this? This is something that I've been seeing uh, very little on, right. but the people I've heard that have been doing this, it, it's miraculous. Okay. Okay. They are utilizing mushroom mycelium. Yes. To grow crops. Yes. What? Mushroom mycelium as basically their base. Their base growth platform. Well, that's what. Oh, who, who was it we were talking to? Was, oh, yeah, as their soil. That's They're growing the, mycelium in their soil to grow. The tomatoes are coming out like this big. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If you put the microbiome back in your soil, you will have that again. Yep. As I think we were bigger than what we are. I think they've been killing us off. I think we are the generation or 15th generation of what we used to be as giants on this earth. I really think that they've been depleting the oxygen purposely by lowering the CO2. I think that's all part of the plan. I think that we had fruits and vegetables that were far bigger. If you just put ash in the bottom of your of your stuff and put some worms in the bottom of your uh, in the when you plant your tomato plants or whatever it is, you'll get all those nutrients back. But our soil is so nutrient depleted, depleted it's unbelievable. I'm going to be working on doing uh, mushroom plugs, Josh. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen this or not, where you. Uh, you drill a hole and you put the mushroom down in there and you seal it off. And so that the mushrooms come out of the logs and oh, then cool. they, they start reproducing that log is the birthplace, but then it goes out across your yard and then puts the microbiome back in your soil and your soil actually flourishes again. You'll start mm. swelling up and be, have more soil area because 30% of the soil should be fungus. And we're more bioidentical to fungus than we are anything else. Well, I was just listening to um, uh, Paul Stamets, who, if anybody, and he's a liberal, but you know what? Paul Stamets is, I think, Joe wrote one of the biggest reasons Joe Rogan is attacked is because he had Paul Stamets on, and Paul Stamets oh, brought the world man. to mycology. This is the subject matter expert in mycology. He ran the program at the University of Oregon where his mom got his 82 year old mom gets diagnosed with stage four breast cancer, and the doctor recommends her go into this uh, turkey tail mushroom. Uh, program at the university. She's like, my son's running it. He goes in there and heals his mom of cancer within three months. But he was talking about how they had um, this, this project that he took part in. And it basically it was, how do you get rid of um, um, like exhaust? So if you have a fuel, a fuel leak in the ocean, how do you contain that and break that down? And what they found out is that mycelium mushrooms when you add mushrooms into those biofuels, it eats them away. Yep. The, the mycelium thrives. Really? And life thrives in that whole area because the mycelium go in and they break down the carbon bonds that make up the gas. Mm -hmm. Wow. And they yep. use it for a fuel. 
Yeah. Didn't he, wasn't he the one who, too, who insinuated and hinted at, uh, like portobello mushrooms or do not eat portobello mushrooms. Yeah. Not that, but also that you could get, uh, some kind of like ingredient for rocket fuel out of a mushroom or something. Portobello mushrooms. Is that the one? Oh. Yeah. So portobello mushrooms, there's two things. Number one is that there is a chemical in portobello mushrooms that is one of the most um, highly explosive agents on the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most combustible agents on the planet. And number two is it's highly toxic to humans. Yeah. Now, what's the most popular mushroom that you, mushroom you find at the grocery store? Portobello. Make a hamburger <laughs> out of it, man. I'll make a hamburger. I'll make a, I don't have to have meat. I just put a portobello in there. <laughs> and now is a great time to pick mushrooms. Um, yeah. Going to one of the last things I wanted to talk about here. Sam Bankman Freed of STX, FT, uh, FTX wanted to offer Donald Trump $5 billion to not run for president in 2024. Tell me they're not scared. <laughs> Oh, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Yep. Guys, listen, though. Here, think about this. Even though we're saying all this, and let's say that we really do start seeing momentum of, let's say, Trump does the whole Speaker of the House thing, right? Let's let's all just get on that idea. They're not gonna, there's always going to be evil among us, and we're going to always have to go in and, and hedge these people out and work on this to actually keep the evil down. So the mm-hmm. fight that we're talking about, we're doing right now, if you think that, oh, here in about two or three years, we'll have this all mastered, that's what got us here to begin with. No, for the rest of your natural born life, while you are still taking a breath on this earth, you will have to fight this battle. This is not going to end. It will change, but it will never end because there's always somebody out there that wants to take from somebody who shouldn't. That's going to be going on forever. So understand this fight now. This is just training. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so Red October, guys, is coming. We have the threat of global economic collapse. We have the threat of World War III. These are ramping up. I think they're going to be um, they're going to be pushed this month specifically. And I said that from this month to March is when a lot of this stuff, I believe, is going to happen. We had Dan Scavino just last week on Twitter. He posted a a tweet that correlated directly with the precipice is here, and it, the context was there. And so the precipice is here. It's happening. Red October. Mm-hmm. We're in this fray. Uh, so be safe out there. Be vigilant. I want to go ahead and give a few things out here. Uh-oh. Number one, there's an announcement I'm going to be making in the next few weeks. Uh, there are some things that we have going on this weekend, which can can kind of like validate a lot of this stuff. Uh, but I am create. I, I've talked about this before that I'm creating a foundation known as the American Preservation uh, Foundation. American Preservation's organization. Uh, And what it is, is a way to help Americans to acquire, we're going to get land, we're going to put it under this 501c3, put the land under the 501c3, and then we're going to do various types of agriculture on this land. We're going to have it available to the Red Pill Project family members that come out there and want a place to go camping, or maybe maybe they lose their house and they get displaced and they need a place. We're going to have that available to them. And so this is something that we want to grow over the next few years. Um, we've had some very gracious people enter into it and help us get started and, and get funded and stuff like that. Um, those announcements we made down the road, as well as we're going to be offering scholarships through this uh, every year through the Red Pill Project. So it'll be open to Red Pill Project 
members and family members. These are college scholarships. If your son or daughter are going to the college and you want to apply for a scholarship, we'll have a board of directors that is uh, on the Red Pill Project. It won't be, it will be under the American Preservation Foundation, but it'll be a board of directors and they'll vote each year who's going to get the scholarships. So this is going to be coming out, rolling out the next few months. Uh, I just wanted to give everybody a heads up on it because it's something that we've been working on in the backdrop and haven't been very vocal about. So uh, we're finalizing some paperwork and stuff this week and, and getting some stuff all created to make this all happen. Um, as well as, you know, not only that will it be available for scholarship, but if people are having hard times and we do believe that hard times are coming, that people can, we're going to have certain amount of funds available for aid. So when this gets going, there's going to be funds available to help Red Pill Project's family members and extended family members. And they just have to apply and there's going to be a process to go through because we want to vet everybody because we know people can take advantage of these situations that happened a few years back with somebody that we helped out. They took advantage of it. And so we have to go through a rigorous process to vet this. Uh, but it's something that I want to do to help give back, to help help people out there. I'm not rich by any means, guys. I'm just, I'm struggling to get by. Vince is struggling to get by. Jim's struggling to get by. We're not these big old podcasters that are buying these freaking 30 foot RVs and driving around the country because we're funded by some billionaire. We struggle to get by, but I just want you to know that we believe that we have to do good for the people that we represent to the people that follow us and that, you know, the way to get is to give and that that must come from the heart. And so, you know, we want to do something and we're having, we're blessed with the opportunity to do this. And so we're getting everything ready to, to do all this. And that's why we're making some big changes here as well, because we want to be able to fund these various projects to help more and more people. Um, I wanted to go ahead and give a, uh, a shout out to everybody that supported us tonight through the uh, Battle of the Streams. Um, as well as urge everybody to go to redpills.tv, put your email address and stay in our um, into our collaboration newsletters and such, as well as there's ways to support us right there on that website, whether using our affiliates, Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com. If you want your IRA, you want to start an IRA, silver is down over 14%. It's the best opportunity you're going to have probably all year to get into silver. So get into that right now. You can get your IRA, create an IRA, go out and buy some bulk get that 401k out of the market before it crashes, get it into some gold and silver and then diversify it into other investments. You guys need consulting on that. You can contact me on the social red pill, go out there and grab a, a cup of coffee subscription on the social red pill, five 99 a month. It helps support Jim, Vince and myself and everything that we do. The five 99 is a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Uh, but I wanted to give a shout out to everybody out there. Uh, love the beach celebrating a seven month subscription streak. Thank you so much. Love the beach as well as donated one ice cream. Thank you so much. Love the beach enlightened science. One ice cream, grandma five revolt, three lemons. Thank you so much. Enlightened science and grandma five revolt derived four lemon RPG, 3573, three ice cream. Thank you so much. Derived and RPG Pammy, Pam, ma'am, 18 month subscription streak. You must know that we're, we're doing something right. When we get 18 month subscription streaks. Thank you so much, Pam castle drummer gifted a can climb BX gifted five, one month subscriptions to user in the channel. Thank you so much. Castle drummer and climb BMX climb BX is celebrating a one month sub streak. Thank you so much again, Climb. Charming Nicole, two month sub streak. Black Jester 101, three ice cream. Thank you so much, Black Jester and Charming Nicole. Roxy SDG 691 ice cream. Princess Little 83 ice cream. LED, y'all the best show out there. Thank you so much, LED. Thanks, Roxy and Princess Little 8. Castle Drummer, another can. Stall 5336. Donated one diamond. Cat 24, two lemons. Thank you so much, Stall. Castle Drummer and Cat 24. Guys, 
Uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow night. Chris Erickson is going to be joining me. Uh, we're going to be talking about his miraculous recovery from cancer. That'll be this the first part of the show. The second part of the show, we will go over the news. Uh, so that'll be tomorrow night and then AMP after hours tomorrow after that mm. show. Uh, we'll figure out a topic to talk to, talk about early, really, um, early yeah, show. Tomorrow's tomorrow. early, yeah, tomorrow's the early show at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then Wednesday, we're back on normal schedule. And then Thursday, we have the uh, After Dark Q&A. Um, I'm going to see about getting Jim Price in some of those as well. And... Uh, I mean, not only that, it's getting some of our guests in there that come on and get them in there so you guys can have a Q&A session with a lot of our guests as well. They bring a little bit more value to that. So if you're doing that $5.99 subscription, $5.99 a month subscription, that's going to get you into those Zooms, especially that Thursday Zoom and that Friday Zoom, Fringe After Dark and After Dark Q&A. So uh, much love, respect, guys. God bless all of you guys. Jim Price, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Vince Tagliavia, thank you, my friend. Pleasure. Uh, guys, we'll see you guys again Josh. tomorrow. Good night. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me eye patch McCain. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.